Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, I have a stupid joke. What did the grape say when it got crushed? Hmm. I don't know. Nothing. It just let out a little wine. Oh, my God. I knew it was going to have something to do with wine. I just couldn't think of what it was. That's <laughs> oh, stupid. Okay. So, I have some embarrassing moments to start off with. Okay. I was singing along to my Spotify playlist during a boring meeting via Zoom. Turns out I was not muted, as I had thought. I could have crawled into a hole and never gotten out of it. That's embarrassing. Yeah. It happened a long time ago when I was pregnant. My husband and I dropped in a shop at the seaside and saw a flounder fish. It was huge with spikes and cost a lot, too. Amazed, I hugged my husband, tickled behind his ear, and murmured, Shall we buy it? At this point, I realized it was not my husband. My husband was standing to the left, and I hugged a complete stranger. Oh, my God. (laughs) Every morning, I run to the bus stop and catch the bus I need. Once, I left home, came to the side of the road, and a big chain of cars passed by me. One of them stopped. I thought a person might be working as a taxi and started to open the doors. The doors were locked. After the third attempt to open the door, the driver helped by opening it from the inside. I sat down and asked about the fare. The driver said, no fare needed. I'm going there anyway. Turns out he simply stopped while I rudely attempted to get in the car. (laughs) God, that'd be so embarrassing. You you think that's got to happen a lot now with Uber? Oh, yeah. Like, they're just regular cars. Yeah. Speaking of the grocery store, or we weren't talking about the grocery store. (laughs) That that reminded me, me and Chris were at the grocery store at lunch one day, and it was funny because this guy put his groceries in a different guy's cart. (laughs) (laughs) And he was was so embarrassed, and he was, like, sitting there taking his stuff out, and he's, like, just kind of slunk away. That's funny. Really, like, that's not a big deal. It's not. But when you're in it, God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I've had someone put their groceries in my cart before. I'm just, like, looking at it. Like, Wasn't it a guy? Yes. He was, yeah, that's you said awesome. I was like, can I help you? It's just, it was so funny. We were all just cracking up. I do that all the time, though. I'll start to... to talk to someone I'm uh-huh. with. Yeah. But I'll catch myself now because I've done it way too much where I just start talking and it's not the person <laughs> I think it is. But yeah, many times I'll be like, okay, that's not who I was trying to talk to. One of the last times I did it, I did it with you at that uh, oddities thing. Oh, Turn yeah. around with some guy in a <laughs> fucking costume or something. One is like scary dude. I don't remember. Like you They're were having not. another one of those in April. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Next one. I live in lived in Spain and had a car. But one time, it was in a garage, so I took the bus. I got on the bus through the front door. There were many people on the bus, and the front seat was occupied by a young woman who had the edge of the seat free, about 20 inches. So I sat next to her. 
I was feeling uncomfortable because of the, because of the lack of space and kept thinking the entire trip what a bad-mannered neighbor I had. She didn't move a bit as I was trying to get more comfortable. The girls standing next to us were looking at us and whispering something to each other. We were, do we were going like this for several bus stops and she got off. At this point, I saw that there wasn't much space left after she had left. I looked back trying to compare my seat and the seat behind and realized it was meant for one person, <laughs> not two. <laughs> I was ready to fall through the ground. <laughs> Like this rude bitch won't I scoot know, over. Like, why doesn't she just scoot over? And then she's like, "Oh my god!" Like scrunched up by the window. Why does he sit in my seat? Holy shit! That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Once I was standing on an escalator in a subway and felt someone behind me push me slightly. I instantly thought that I was up. That it was a pickpocket who got into my bag. I turned around and saw a man getting coins out of my wallet. There was nothing else in the wallet apart from coins. I thought, what a, what a miser. Is that a miser thing? Yeah. What a miser. And grabbed my wallet. The man looked at me frightened. Yes, it was his wallet. And it looked just <laughs> like mine. Feeling ashamed, I could only squeak sorry and rush down the escalator. <laughs> Oh my god, I would die. Everyone thought they were being mugged. <laughs> uh, I remember that once my bra strap fell out at a meeting with a large international financiers. It wasn't fixed properly and the adjustments were weak. Uh, it fell out and was lying on the gray carpet, white and with lace, as all the participants were saying goodbye to each other at the front door. I pretended it wasn't mine. After all, it could have been any woman. However, I was the only woman at the meeting. <laughs> oh, I wonder whose that is. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> uh, we had a car, regular white Hyundai. Uh, every time I would get into the white Hyundai that looked like ours, I'd have a serious face. I wasn't able to distinguish ours. What? <laughs> You know, you really should read these first. I know, right? <laughs> we had a car, a regular white Hyundai. Every time I would get into any white Hyundai that looked like ours, I'd have a serious face. I wasn't able to distinguish ours. I saw many surprised eyes slightly from slightly shocked to who the heck are you? After this, the same thing happened when we bought a black car... And it continued until my husband bought a big orange car. I could finally distinguish it from any angle in any parking lot. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> At my friend's birthday party, I was sitting opposite a guy with a huge tattoo from his wrist to his elbow. It was a portrait. I looked closer and said, wow, is that Marilyn Manson? He said, it's my mom. <laughs> and I said... She is beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. Marilyn Manson? That's the worst thing that she I thought said. you were gonna say Marilyn Monroe. That's what and I then thought you said you Manson. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then it was his mom. 
I would have been like, um, you need to fire your tattooist. Yeah. You got screwed, brother. <laughs> Once when entering a museum of wax figures, I gave my entry ticket to a wax figure sitting at the entrance. <laughs> Only later did I see the eyes of the shocked controller. He was sitting nearby. I wonder if more people have done that. Oh, though. yeah. People don't pay attention. They don't. I don't. Yeah. Especially if you see someone sitting there. Yeah. Wait, is that wax or is that a real person? (laughs) I was trying on a lot of different slippers, and when I finally found a pair that fit, I proceeded to put the other slippers back on the display. I managed to arrange them all except for one. So I was going around the shop trying to remember where I took the slipper from. Then I realized the slipper I was holding was quite worn, and it belonged to another customer (laughs) in the shop. God, that's the worst, and they only took one. <laughs> the poor woman. That person's probably like looking around. I know. Like, what the fuck did I do with my slipper? She's probably looking at every shoebox. <laughs> okay, which one did I put it in? <laughs> okay, first of all, why are they wearing slippers to the store? I don't. I think that it's obviously from some foreign place where oh, their shoes like, are called slippers. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. I just assumed they were at Walmart. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, that's what I thought at first, too, but... Yeah. Wearing their pajama pants and slippers. <laughs> People do that at Kroger, too. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> okay, I was chatting with the front man of an average band. He gave me their music so that I could listen to their compositions. I didn't like them, except for one song. I answered, frankly, that the song sounded mediocre, except for the one. Turned out it was the only song that was sung by a different person. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Oh, it's not the songs, it's just you. (laughs) Once my childhood friend, who I hadn't seen in years, invited me to his birthday. Shortly before his birthday, I happened to break up with my boyfriend, but I had already bought a present for Valentine's Day. It was a photo frame with hearts on it. I didn't have any money to buy another present for my friends, so I decided to insert our photo into the frame and wrote on the card how much I loved him. Of course I meant as a friend. So I get to the party and give him the present, and he introduces me to his girlfriend. Of course, everyone thought that I had just confessed my deep feelings to him, I have never seen so many people looking at me askew. (laughs) Later, they got married, and my friend still doesn't know I didn't have the money to buy him a present at the time. I feel ashamed. (laughs) Why don't you just tell him? Yeah. Next one, I was replacing a teacher as a sub, so I get into the room, there are students in it, and I start the lecture. Our subject is very important because the results will be indicated in the final project. The students start to look at me with eyes full of horror. It doesn't stop me. I keep saying similar phrases to them for the next 15 minutes. Then I see that absolutely all the students in the room look shocked. I felt that something was wrong. Turned out that those were freshmen and it was their first lesson in math. My speech for cynical graduates shocked them to the core. I snuck out of the room and headed to the graduates who weren't afraid of anything. (laughs) Once there was a girl in front of me wearing a high ponytail. The ponytail was amazingly was amazing, but artificial. Suddenly she stopped, concentrated, and sneezed very loudly. The ponytail fell off. 
It would have been okay, but the man walking nearby yelled in surprise and dropped his phone. <laughs> I also got scared and yelled. The whole scene apparently looked horrifying from the side with the ponytail lying on the ground. <laughs> And my last one, once I spent five minutes putting products into a cart and throwing odd stuff out of it until the moment I raised my head and realized it wasn't my cart, and it was the cart of some man who was holding it at the moment. <laughs> That'd be funny if you were like, where did this come from? <laughs> He's just standing there. Why did he say something? Okay, so I did True Scary Stories. This is a mega mix. Okay. It's 50 of the creepiest ones. Um, This is from Thought Catalog. Okay. First one is called Mystery Guest. A few years back, I lived with my mother and German Shepherd in a two-bedroom rented townhome. I got home from work one day and went about my daily routine. When it came time to eat dinner, I knocked on my mom's door to come and eat. I smelled cigarette smoke and heard her grunt a response. So I went back down and ate alone. I figured I would just put a plate away for her. Fast forward to about 2 a.m. I am awoken by someone holding my hand and gently shaking it. I immediately shoot straight up and look around. My dog, who is overly protective and sleeps with me every single night, isn't in bed. She isn't even in the room. She most definitely was on my bed when I went to sleep. I sleep with the bedroom door shut and locked. She is scratching at my closed and locked bedroom door from the hallway. Frantic. I bolt for the door, let her in, and she is searching the whole room. I'm now yelling for my mother. No answer. I force my dog to walk down the hallway with me. I smell cigarette smoke. I bang on my mom's door. No answer. So I just open it. She isn't even home. The bed is made and her TV is off. My dog and I search the whole entire house. Nothing is out of place. All the doors and windows are still locked. I was freaked out to say the least. The next day, I called my mom, and she told me she left early the day before to go visit my sick grandfather. Ew. What? What was the grunt? I don't know. Yeesh. Cigarette smoke, you can kind of... Because that lingers. Sure. Yeah, but... So you can kind of explain that away, but... You can also tell if it's, like, someone smoking Yeah, you can tell if it's fresh or not, usually, but... And, you know, if that's their house and that's not something they normally smell... Yeah. It'd be weird, especially if you smelled it twice. Ugh. Creepy. An abandoned farm. I used to have a penchant for wandering around abandoned buildings when I was in high school. One time, a friend and I decided it would be a good idea to explore a farmstead that hadn't been in use for years. The whole experience was really bizarre. The farmstead was accessible by a long gravel road that brought you to a cluster of dilapidated buildings around a central barn. We parked at the end of the gravel road near the turnoff to the main road so we could walk around the property and just pull out quickly later. We went into the barn first and there were deer bones arranged in a circle around the skull and a bunch of blankets and wood stacked in a corner of the room. We thought it was really cultish and weird. Noped our noped out and started walking back to the car halfway down the drive or halfway down the gravel road we heard crunching heavy footsteps and someone screeching behind us blood curdling screeching we sprinted back to my car and tried to peel out of there as fast as possible but it had snowed the night prior and my back tire was stuck in a puddle of melted snow 
My friend was screaming because she was so freaked out but wouldn't turn to look at the path behind us. By the time I had gotten the car unstuck, unstuck, she turned around to see if there was someone following us, following us, and there was no one there. Hmm. I could have been a bird. It could have been a bird or something, but we both swear up and down to this day that someone was following us. I actually thought I was going to die that day. Creepy. A clan ritual. A friend of mine who I think is trustworthy was driving home on country roads late one night. He decided to take the gravel shortcut past an old cemetery. He noticed several trucks and lights at the cemetery, so he started to pull over to see what was going on. There were a bunch of motherfuckers in white hoodies in a circle. Some sort of clan ritual, we think, but don't really know. He noped out of there really fast, but some of them saw him and followed him in his car all the way back to town. Oh, that was it. That's creepy. Yes. Walking in the dark. So I visited my ex-mother-in-law in in rural Georgia over the summer a couple years back. We're talking deep, deep, deep rural south. No light pollution, so you can see a billion stars and the actual Milky Way across the sky. Well, the night I went, it was one of those slim crescent moons, so it was even darker than normal. I can't see my hand at the end of my outstretched arm levels of dark. I'm walking their little rat dog around the yard along the edge of a forest, and I'm probably 200 yards from their little trailer, which is the only source of light besides my flashlight. This little rat dog stops dead in his tracks and starts trembling. He looks up at me with his bug eyes popping out. I hear a rustle of leaves and a twig snap, maybe 20 feet to my left. I scoop the rat up and start power walking back to the house, looking in all directions with the flashlight. Once I get halfway back, I hear a blood-curdling, high-pitched scream from hell. It sounded like a woman was getting stabbed. Oh shit, this is some hills-have-eyes shit, and I'm gonna die. (laughs) I ran as fast as I could back to the trailer. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Mystery Tooth Fairy. This is less scary, horrifying, creepy, and more unsolved mystery that still bugs me. When I was five, the tooth fairy came and left me a quarter for my tooth. She also left me this beautiful, intricately carved wooden pencil box. In the morning, my parents both asked me where I got it. I told them the tooth fairy brought it. Almost 30 years later, my parents still swear up and down it wasn't them. They've confessed tons of other things they did, so I believe them when they say it wasn't them. I would like to know where that thing came from and who put it there. (laughs) That's creepy. Yeah. Tea Shop of Horror. When I was younger, my mom, my grandma, and I liked to go to this little frou-frou tea shop that was about 40 miles from our home. It was a cute little place where you could get the classic tea and sandwiches and cute little desserts and all. One time we went, all was normal, but on the way home we received a call that my other grandma, grandma had passed away. Very sad, but as she had been battling cancer, not exactly unexpected. The next time we went, a few months later, on the way home, we received a call that my uncle had died suddenly of a heart attack. Creepy coincidence for sure, but we still did not think too much of it at the time. We went back a third time, a few months after that, and for the third time on the way home, we received a phone call that someone had died. This time it was my grandpa's brother. We never went back to that tea shop again. Now all these people were elderly and not exactly in the best health, so them passing away around the same time was not exactly creepy. But the fact that three separate times that we went to this place, three people died the same day, and we received the calls on the way home, makes me think something about that place was cursed. 
It has since closed, but I'm still nervous to even go to that area to this day. <laughs> well, it's obviously not cursed for them. <laughs> well, everyone else. Yeah, as long as they're the ones going. <laughs> and another haunted tea room. This was circa 2001 to 2003 in Morgantown, Indiana, at a place called Auntie M's Tea Room. Sadly, it is no longer there. On three separate occasions, while cleaning up after closing time, I heard what sounded like a small child crying. It was soft, and every time I tried to walk towards the sound, it seemed to grow further away or move into a different part of the restaurant altogether. It was unnerving, to say the least. A friend of mine worked there with me, and once after hours, she heard me call her name from inside the stock room, and at the same time, I heard her call my name from the front of the restaurant. We ran into each other on our way to answer the calls. We were both very confused when we realized neither of us had actually called the other at all. Lastly, and most chillingly, two people I knew passed away very shortly after eating at Auntie M's, and I was the person that served them their last meals on both occasions. Oh, my God. One passed in in an accident, the other of a heart attack. Was it just their time to go? But it really creeps me out that in that restaurant, I served two different people their last meals on Earth. That is creepy to think about. Yeah, it is. Abandoned Amusement Park. I used to go explore abandoned places with my friends. The weirdest experience was at this abandoned amusement park we went to. The last time we had been there, a skeleton of a cat had fallen from a ceiling tile inside one of the buildings and freaked one of my friends out. What? (laughs) But I wasn't there, so I don't know much about that incident. (laughs) But this park has a long walk to get to the entrance, and the gate had been bent just enough that you could step through it at the right angle. So we walked probably a mile across the field to get to this gate and step inside. The first building is some sort of old storefront type of thing. We walked up to it and one of my friends notices a light coming from inside and we all fall silent as he steps forward to peek in. He looks back wide-eyed and naturally the urban exploring rest of us go over to the doorway and check what he saw. The whole wall opposite from us was on fire. What? It looked like it had purposely been lit on fire like no less than 10 minutes before we got there, and we straight sprinted back to our cars after that. Freaky shit. Holy shit. That's creepy. That's, yeah. Who was there? Yeah. And why didn't they see him? And why were they setting walls on fire? Well, yeah. Weird. No one was home. A few years ago, I was trying to get a hold of my parents for something. Can't remember what. Neither neither of them answered their cell phone, so I called their home phone. The line picked up, and it sounded like someone was talking, but it was very distorted. After about 10 seconds, the line disconnected. That was at 9 p.m. My parents called me back around 10.30. They had been out at a movie, which had started at 8.30. They live alone. What? Oh, that's creepy. Stranger's Gifts. So, this is going on as we speak, but let's take you back a couple of months to when this all started. One warm day, end of August, early September, I go outside and find this little ball of fur, feathers, hair, and a dangling earring hooked in on my my porch. Weird, I thought. I brought it up to my husband and said that there was some weird juju shit on our porch, (laughs) and it freaked me out. I was not touching it, but it needed to go. 
He suggested that it was a nice gift from the tomcat next door (laughs) or something that our dog dragged home. My dog has never done that before, but hey, a way more logical reason than someone leaving weird juju shit on my porch. Cool. (laughs) Then last week, this fully intact lower mandible bone of a white-tailed deer shows up on our porch in the exact same place as where the hair feather fur ball was placed. Again, I asked my husband about it, and he says that the dog must have brought it with him. Again, something that he's never done, but logical. I still wasn't going to touch it. The weird fur feather earring ball was still fresh in my mind, and if someone was leaving weird shit on the porch, I wasn't going to touch it. Thanks for taking that danger on, hun. It stayed on the porch for a while. Yesterday, I was studying facing my front door. Around lunchtime, my dog starts freaking out, and I look up, and there's this older, disheveled-looking lady, I think, on our porch, who I had never seen before, walking toward our front door. She leaves something on the bench we have out, and there, and then turns and walks away. After a, a beat, I get up to grab whatever pamphlet she left on the porch, except she didn't leave a pamph- pamphlet. She came onto our porch, took the lower mandible bone, and moved it onto the bench, right in the middle of two posts of the porch fence, right in line with a bright ray of sunshine. So now I'm pretty convinced that there is someone leaving weird shit on our porch, and here's hoping we're not cursed. Was that it? Yep. What? <laughs> uh, I have problems with that. <laughs> they we... did too, obviously. What the fuck? I don't know. Ew, that's creepy. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. And just like they just walked up, like yeah, like nothing. This doesn't go here. It goes on the bench. <laughs> Okay, bye. What? Abducted in plain sight. My family and I went to Dubai in 2004. I was seven. And we were in the hotel pool when we see two big men suddenly come in and steal this family's little girl who looked around the same age as me and spit off into a car. What? There's nothing anyone could have done because we were all in the pool and the daughter's mother started crying hysterically. We ended up having to write a witness report for the police. I still wonder if they got their little girl back. Oh my god. That is horrifying. Yeah. Holy shit. And so just uh, brazen. Yeah. Oh my god. But they were in a foreign country. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I guess. I think that stuff goes on quite a bit. I don't know, but that's fucked up. A voice saved my life. I was in a major car accident over a decade ago. My car was hit by another car in such a way where I lost control of the car. The car somehow went on a full circle on the highway. I T-boned a jersey wall, completely destroying it and cracking the next two in line. I bounced off that onto an off-ramp with my side of the car facing traffic. I'm about to exhale when I hear, hey kid. When I start counting, you have eight seconds to move your car or you're going to be hit by an 18-wheeler. Do you understand? Eight, seven, six. Voice didn't have to tell me twice. I threw my car into drive and got onto the shoulder. At one, an 18-wheeler drove by the spot my car was parked on. I should have died, according to the cops surveying the crash site later, but I walked away with a few bruises and I needed a root canal a few days later. I probably imagined the voice, but damn, I'm believing it was something otherworldly. I don't think he imagined it. No. It's a guardian angel. Bell-bottom ghost. 
I've, po I've posted about this before, but when I was about nine years old, 1995, in the middle of a bright summer day, I went to the refrigerator to get a popsicle. Suddenly, a roughly teenage-looking guy with long brown hair, wearing a beige turtleneck and red plaid bell-bottoms, turned around the corner into the hallway to my left, then vanished from toe to head as I looked at him. Told no one about it for years until after my mother mentioned meeting the kids who lived in the house before us, who asked her if she'd seen the bell-bottom ghost. Huh. A friend. Walking home, forest at night with a friend at like 2 a.m., don't even ask. <laughs> we were about 14. We were having a good time talking, etc., when out of nowhere our friend shows up and starts talking to us. Our friend started chatting with us, and I felt a really strong sense of euphoria. This friend knew both of our names and things that he shouldn't have, like exact details of inside my room and things that happened to me before I moved into the country. Then he, just, then he was just gone, and we both collapsed, physically exhausted. It was then that we realized that we had never met this friend, and we were still 10 kilometers from town and another 2 kilometers from our campsite. We just lay there for so long recovering. I never actually properly saw my friend. I kind of just knew he was with us, and I can't recall his name either. All I remember is him asking, uh, asking to take us to his house. Just turn left. My real friend, luckily, had the sense to not let me go. That left turn led to this unfenced lookout with like a five meter drop to rocks. Don't even want to think about what would have happened if I had listened. Scary shit. Huh. Weird. That was weird. Yeah. So they're walking and this person walks up that they think is their friend. Yeah. At the time. Makes them feel real weird and saying yeah. weird shit to them. Wants them to go somewhere. Knows details about them. And then he disappears? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Lost key. My friend asked me if I would go to her house after work and feed her dog as she would not be home until 3 a.m. or so. She worked in a bar. I arrived at her house at 8.30 p.m. and got the key she had left under the mat to unlock the door. Once I unlocked the door, I turned off the alarm and put the key in a white bowl by the door. I am 100% sure I put the key in the bowl. I fed the dog and played with him for a little while, then went to lock up the house again and leave, but the key was gone. Just then, the dog started furiously barking and ran full speed out of the kitchen and up the stairs. He just sat there growling at nothing. The feeling that came over me at the time was so strange. I randomly burst out crying and couldn't stop. Huh. Eventually, I calmed down, put the dog back into the kitchen, and looked for the key. It was literally nowhere. I ended up finding another key that worked, so I just locked the house and left. I told my friend, and she looked daily for about a week. Then one day, the key was back in the white bowl. Weird. What's what? creepy? Ugh. You know, the other day I was sitting on my bed and Chunks came in and he like he he looked at me, I looked at him, and he started barking at me, which is normal. Like if he needs to go out or something, he'll start barking. But then he was like, like at me. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was weird. Was there someone standing by you? I don't think so. He was that looking right at me. you couldn't see? I don't know, but it was weird. That's weird. He's never done that before. Hmm. Especially at me. And I was, like, it wasn't... 
I could see if I was playing with him or like we were messing around, but I was literally just sitting on my bed and he came in and started barking at me and then he started doing that weird bark like something was super wrong. It's weird. Hmm. That's mm, weird. I know. A shadow person? When I was in elementary school, I shared a queen-size bed with my older sister and our family dog, a mutt that looked like a short-haired lassie. We would sleep at, well, the dog, would sleep at the foot of our bed every night. When I was about six years old, I woke up one night around midnight and saw a dark figure standing at the foot of the bed. The figure was entirely in black without any eyes or a face. I tried to wake my sister up, but she rolled over to go back to sleep. My sister must have accidentally kicked the dog because the dog woke up and raised her head and started growling at the figure at the foot of the bed. The growling then woke my sister up and she saw the figure and started screaming. When my parents came into the room and turned the lights on, nothing was there. Ooh, creepy. I don't like it when the dogs see it. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues. My wife has told me that very occasionally I talk in my sleep in some other language. She has no idea what I'm saying, but the language sounds a little bit familiar to her. When smartphones became a thing, she recorded me one night. I listened to it the next day, and at first I thought it was Italian since some of the sounds and cadences, is that how you say that word? Yeah. Were similar. I didn't know Italian, so that seemed really odd. I shared it with a colleague who grew up in, with Italian. Turns out I was speaking Latin, which he had learned as a student. I studied a bit of Latin as a kid. It's long gone now, although I can recognize some words and know some Latin conjugations. He said that as far as he could tell, it was pretty grammatically correct and that I was talking about a mountain and a lake. Weird as hell. Ew, what? That's weird. Oh my gosh, why is Latin so creepy? I don't know. It's like, um... It's like the... Maybe because it's ancient or... I don't know. It's like what they always use in, like, exorcism. Yeah, yeah. Anything creepy, it's in Latin. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is my last one. Loose screw. About a year before my son was born, my boyfriend's father died. I had never met my boyfriend's father, but heard stories of his twisted sense of humor and how he liked to screw with people. My boyfriend was not particularly close with his dad... We lived in North Carolina, and his dad had taken off to Seattle when he was young. I don't think my boyfriend really grieved until our son was born, and he realized that his dad would never meet him. That hit him hard. Over the first month of caring for our newborn, we started to notice screws that had fallen out of household items. Kitchen chairs, towel racks, screen door, outlet cover, the most random shit. More than a dozen loose screws in the span of a week. Kind of weird, but we were sleep-deprived parents and didn't really have the mental stamina to waste trying to figure it out. One day, we were chilling in the living room, and a screw falls out of the light fixture and lands in my boyfriend's lap. He starts laughing hysterically so hard he can't breathe. When he finally calms down enough to tell me what set him off, he holds up the screw and says, I finally get it. My dad is screwing with me. (laughs) Never had a loose screw since. That's weird. Remember, I I had a bunch of screws. Yeah. Like, randomly fall, or I'd find like find them on the floor. Yeah. Which actually, that kind of happens with me, too. Jade will be 
in the middle of, in the living room playing with something. I'll go pick it up and it's a screw. Uh, yeah. It's like, where did you get this from? She, our loved one's screwing with us. I don't know, but it's happened. It hasn't happened recently. Yeah, me neither. It was. It, it's been a while, but yeah. especially when I first moved into my house, yeah, there would be screws everywhere, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" I honestly think she might have been getting them from like the furnace room. Oh, maybe. But I don't remember seeing just screws laying around. Especially in there. multiple. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. It was weird. Maybe screws and coins are the things they can easily manipulate. manipulate. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Oh, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine are also from Thought Catalogs, so hopefully mm. I don't repeat any. These are uh, personal encounters with the unexplainable. The first one, visitor. My wife and I were eating dinner one night when a guy walked into our house. He told us he was an angel of death and was collecting souls for the apocalypse. Said there were demons outside everywhere, and I thought, this is where we're dead. (laughs) Luckily, he didn't have a weapon and didn't attack us. I talked him into walking outside with me so I could help him out, and as soon as he stepped through the door, I slammed it shut and locked it, grabbed my gun, and called the cops. By by that time, he was in the road screaming nonsense. Yeah. This one's called Time Trap. When my brother was about seven years old, he woke up one day acting really strange and didn't get out of bed. My mother went to check on him, and he started sobbing. Oh my gosh, this is insane. Listen to this shit. I did read these. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My mom went to go check on him, and he started sobbing. It was awful, and he sounded so full of despair. It wasn't the crying of a seven-year-old. He was so, so upset, and it really worried both of us. My mother kept asking, what's wrong? You can tell me. After a long few minutes, he finally confided in her. He told her that he had been living the same day over and over and over, and that it was always the same. But that's not what upset him. What made him cry was that this, that today was the first day in a really long time where something had changed. Oh my God. We never spoke about it again, and he was seemingly fine after a few days, but I still have no idea what happened. I know my brother, and it's not something he'd come up with out of the blue. Completely unexplainable from my perspective. Oh my gosh, I have got so many chills. So do I. That would be horrible. Oh my gosh, and like, why was he so upset that something had changed? Was like... Probably relief or something, Oh my maybe. god, but he was like, despair, like... Hmm. And how long had this been going on? And oh my god, what? And how old was he? Seven? Seven. That's horrible. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, next one's called Seatbelt. When I was 16 or so, I would stay at my significant other's house late into the night and usually wouldn't head home until about 2 a.m. And I was obnoxious about never wanting to wear my seatbelt. I don't know why, I just never did. But one night I turned on the radio and was listening to Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And for some reason I thought, you know, I should put my seatbelt on. And I shit you not, not even 30 seconds later, I was going through an intersection and a drunk driver came off the highway ramp, ran the red light, and I T-boned him going about 40 miles an hour. Mm. I would have definitely gone through the windshield. Wow. Crazy. Another guardian angel. Mm-hmm. This one's called Camping Alone. I was camping in the Why? middle... Yeah, really. <laughs> I was camping in the middle of nowhere. Around 2 a.m., I hear distant native drumming. 
I look around but can't see anything, but it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. Soon it sounds like there's a huge group of people banging on these drums all around me. I freaked the fuck out, ran in the dark toward my car, jumped in, turned on the lights, and saw no one. So I took off all at around 2.30 a.m. Why would somebody want to go camping by themselves? I don't... I don't know. But... That had to have been a dude. And dudes do stuff like that because they can. Or they feel they can. Women can't do that because we would be tortured and murdered out in the middle of the woods. Guys can do stuff like that. They don't have to... Well, they get tortured. Yeah, but it's not not nearly... No, it's not as much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This one's called Another Drumming Experience. Years ago, there was a boy fishing in the forest with his parents somewhere in the States. A man approached the boy while his parents were preoccupied and asked the boy to come over to the man's house for dinner. The boy joined the man and lost track of time. It got late and the boy stayed the night and the next morning had breakfast at the man's house and asked the man if he could show him the way back home because the boy's parents must have been worried. So the man agreed and brought the boy back to the fishing spot, said goodbye to the boy, and left. When the boy got back to his parents and a group of other people, they came running to him crying because apparently the boy had been missing for a few days, while the boy thought he had only been gone for less than a day. When they asked him where he was, he wanted to turn around and point out the house where he had slept and had dinner but the mysterious, with the mysterious man, but it was gone. His parents and the other people that had been searching for the boy all reported hearing native drumming the whole time while the boy was gone and the drumming stopped once they found him. Ew, that's, that's weird. creepy. This one's called He's Ours Now. Mm. My mother told me when she was pregnant with my brother, she used to get these crazy nightmares of shadow figures that kept harassing her two to three times a week, claiming they were coming for him. She never understood what it meant until she gave birth to my brother, but eight weeks premature. He unfortunately didn't make it, Parents had to make the decision to pull the plug and let him rest peacefully. Two days after the whole ordeal, she had the same nightmare, but instead they were taunting her, saying, We got him. He's ours now. And never had a single one of those nightmares again. That was 20 years What a bunch of assholes. I know. What the fuck? What the fuck? This one's called The Fog. I was playing with a drone with my friend at our elementary school after hours. I went to pick up the drone, and when I did, it became incredibly foggy and quiet. I went back the way I came, since that's where my friend was. I kept running in that direction, and it felt like it kept getting foggier, and it felt like I was being watched. Eventually, my friend just appeared, and the fog went away. Me. Weird how that fog went away like that. Friend. Fog. Me. Yeah, it was foggy for nearly ten minutes. I could barely see. Friend. It hasn't been 10 minutes. Me, but I was running back here what felt like ages. Friend, no, you've been standing still for about 30 seconds. To this day, I still don't know what happened. Like that. No. Next one is Ghost on the Road. I was driving home real late one night. Buddy was asleep. I swear I saw a ghostly lady walking down the side of the road in a nightgown looking scary as fuck. I didn't turn around, and I didn't tell my buddy. I'm not sure if I saw her or it was just a trick. I think about it sometimes, though. That was it. 
That's a creepy. That is creepy. Ugh. Like, ooh, yeah. So you think about these on your way home? Pro- yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I'd be listening to something, either music or something funny on the way home. Um, no, I choose to listen to <laughs> scary shit. <laughs> Okay, this one's called Final Destination. Mm-hmm. I work at a home improvement store, and I walk around powered equipment all the time. One night I had a dream I was spotting for my coworker carrying a unit of 2x4s on aisle 29. This part's important. And I remember my vision went black, and I thought to myself, that motherfucker actually just killed me. Then I woke up and, re- and was relieved it was only a dream. Fast forward a couple more days, I was spotting for my coworker, and he was carrying a unit of 2x4s on aisle 29, and something flipped in my brain and told me to walk a little faster. Next thing I know, the driver of the forklift unexpectedly floored it and slammed into the panel saw. It would have easily crushed me if I didn't listen to my brain. After that, I remembered that dream. I freaked out on the driver, and some harsh words were said, and he lost his license. Mm. And this will be my last one. It's called I Predicted My Brother's Death. In 2015, I had just started a business with my brother flipping houses. He had been on a road trip with his daughter for a little over one week and had just gotten back home. I spoke with him on the phone and he said that he would be down to meet me at the property we had just remodeled that Friday to finish it up and get it listed. When I hung up the phone, I was walking into into the kitchen when I thought to myself... He isn't coming because he's going to have a heart attack and die tomorrow. I've been scolded in the past for being negative, so I just kept it to myself and tried to put it out of my mind. The following day, I was sitting on the edge of my bed when my phone rang. I looked at the caller ID, and it was my mother. I immediately knew that the phone call, what the phone call was going to be about. I picked up the phone, and my mother said my brother had just had a heart attack, and they were trying to revive him. She said she would call me back. I knew without a shadow of a doubt he was already gone. I walked into the kitchen, stood there with a daze. I looked at the wall where the late afternoon sun was casting a bright spot and found myself staring at it. It seemed to get brighter and whiter, and in an instant it had surrounded me and was holding me. I wasn't scared. I was just standing there letting the bright light envelop me. Just as quickly as it happened, it was gone, and I was brought back to reality by the sound of my phone ringing. I realized I had been holding my breath and answered it. It was my mom and my saying my my bleh. It was my mother saying that he had just died. To this day I cannot explain this. Creepy. Oh, I want to I want to read this one real quick. Okay. This will be my last one. This one's kind of funny. Okay. We had an elf on the shelf as a kid. I walked downstairs and it was in the same spot as the previous day in a little glass candle box that had a latch on it. Being small, I assumed the poor thing was locked in there overnight, so I opened the door and went upstairs to tell my parents. They were both asleep when I got up there, and the only other person in the house was my baby brother. I told, After I told them our elf was trapped, I walked downstairs, and it was on the chandelier. At the time, I was like, well, duh, he's alive. <laughs> now I'm terrified of the thing. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if I imagined it. Ooh, <laughs> that's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Like that. Okay, those are mine. <laughs> Tell you what, that thing would be in the garbage. Those elf on a shelf things, I don't like them. I just, I think it's dumb. I think it's one more thing parents have to do that should not be added to during the Christmas well, time. Yeah. 
And they're just creepy. Yes. Yes, they are. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. I did funny tweets. Okay. Remembering the time I was hooking up with a guy that wasn't looking for anything, but I stayed at his place once, and his whiteboard had get a girlfriend on his to-do list. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> Today, my doctor said, you look extra pale. Have you been feeling okay? And I responded, this is just how I look in January. And she wrote that down. (laughs) My dad just texted, can you give me a call? So either he wants to say hi or my whole family is dead. Could be both. I used to accidentally repeat stories to my friends a lot, but now I just say, I think I've already told you this, and say it again anyway. <laughs> yep. yep. That's, That's what, what we say. Do, yep. <laughs> the idea of having tattoos making, making it harder to get a job is so bizarre, because when I see someone with a lot of tattoos, I don't think degenerate. I think, nice, a guy who schedules lots of appointments and shows up to them on time. Mm-hmm. And has the money to pay for tattoos. Yeah, they're expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. Very proud of myself for sticking to my New Year's resolution of getting out of bed early. It allowed me to walk to my couch and sleep worse in a second location. <laughs> the lowest I have ever been is when I listened to a whole podcast one hour to see if a guy talked about me and he had not. Well, well, well. If it isn't the one ingredient I already had for a recipe, so I went out and bought eight more things for it. And then I waited a few days, and now that one ingredient went bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've done that. <laughs> my coworker saw me eating pizza, and I said, I had pizza today, too. Or, oh wait. <laughs> my coworker saw me eating pizza and said, I had pizza today, too. And I replied, Pizza Monday. What? What was that? <laughs> What's Pizza Monday? Uh, something they just made up. <laughs> <laughs> Today I discovered my husband still has me on his phone as Alyssa Brooklyn, which is so funny because he's still in my phone as Don't Pick Up. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) When there's six minutes left in a flight, it's like, stop being dramatic and land. I know, right? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't been on a plane and... Well, me neither, but still, I remember that. (laughs) It takes forever to land. One moment you're wearing a jumpsuit... The next moment, you're tits out in a public bathroom. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I know. Oh, my God. I first read these, I was the same way. I was like, what? Oh, okay. That's so true. I remember that from when I was little. Because I, I don't wear jumpsuits. I, do, I have since being a grown-up, and you don't think about it. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> you have to strip naked to go to the bathroom. You do. <laughs> can't be sad if you just keep cleaning different parts of your apartment. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> is he hitting on me or is he the first nice guy I've spoken to this year? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Coaxing one piece of costume jewelry at a time off my toddler as she sighs and weeps like a disgraced aristocrat, aristocrat <laughs> pawning her jewels to save the family estate. Aww. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Four-year-old. Mom found this house. Mom found this house, and no one was home there, so we just went in. 
him. You just went in? Four-year-old. Yeah, just looked around at their stuff. A museum. I took them to a museum. (laughs) Kids are funny. I woke up, saw my toddler's shadow, and predicted six more cups of coffee. I told my six-year-old we were having sandwiches for dinner. He told me he did too much homework to be eating a sandwich for dinner. What? Sorry I'm late for work. The sidewalks were lava again. My five-year-old, if she had a job. (laughs) I just want to have the confidence of my kid answering, I know, I know, before immediately forgetting what I just said. (laughs) You can spend five minutes trying to fish the eggshell out of the pancake batter, or, and hear me out, you can leave it and tell your kids it's good luck to get the pancake with the (laughs) eggshell. There you go. (laughs) Parenting is hard, but so rewarding. Like this morning, I told my three-year-old, I love you, honey. And she looked at me with her sweet little face and said, I don't love you. I only love daddy and dinosaurs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Brat. (laughs) Parenthood is mostly wanting to sleep. But before you can, you have to make sure other people who never want to sleep fall asleep. Babies love to sweep everything off the tray of their high chair onto the ground while yelling at everyone in sight, like tiny angry police captains from crime shows. <laughs> Kids are obvi- oblivious to everything, but let them find a takeout bag in the trash. When did you go to McDonald's? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> Peyton still does that to this day. Oh my gosh. They do. They find out everything. I know. Can't have anything. Why did I even have a birthday then? My five-year-old, upon learning, he would not immediately begin kindergarten. (laughs) My son's friend took out the garbage for me because he noticed it was full. Looks like I do have a favorite child. (laughs) My kids, who hate mushrooms, onions, and celery, just ate the veggie pot pie I made chock full of them. Lesson number 156. Kids are full of shit. (laughs) When Grandpa asked my four-year-old what he wanted to be when he grew up, I was not expecting the answer to be a cat. (laughs) My 14-year-old just told me I was embarrassing her. We were the only two people in the room. Parenting achievement unlocked. (laughs) Parenting involves spending a lot more on phone chargers than I had anticipated. Mm Mm-hmm. My kids finding Cotton-Eyed Joe on Alexa and declaring it a new favorite must be some karmic recalibration for my past life bullshit. <laughs> that song just makes you want to dance. Yeah, it's fun. Seven-year-old told me today, today that my hair looks like I have thousands of spider webs coming out of my head. How's your day going? That's so nice. <laughs> Parents be like, no, you can't have candy for breakfast and then give them lucky charms instead. It's my husband. He's the parent. (laughs) I should have known I was in for a rough afternoon when my child described her drink as too soggy. (laughs) Ten-year-old child. Why do people like to eat chili in the winter? Eight-year-old child. Because they're cold and then they can fill their blankets with farts. (laughs) Uh. <laughs> and my last one, can you believe it's only 10:20 a.m.? This is to people with a child in their house. <laughs> and that's all I've got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Uh, please send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen, and we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.